Welcome to another episode of the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and so excited for our guest today. I'm so very grateful for her and all she's going to share with us today. And I can feel the vibration calling all of you to throw out the old rules and make a shift like never before. So let me tell you about her. She's a master business coach and chief rabble rouser. Oh my God, I love that. Of Masterpiece Coaching. After 20 years of liberating business owners from the curse of not enough and myth of hard work pays off, she knows without question, you can make massive amounts of money and impact millions. Even if you've been struggling for years, if you're willing to flip the switch in your thinking, check the old school rules in the toilet. I love that. And stay true to what lights you up and turns you on. She's going to treat us to a bit of a masterclass today, which I'm so honored to have her share what I know is going to support so many of you right now to have that, to build your business from your soul and attract all those soul clients that you want. And I want to introduce my friend and amazing soul sister, Gina Gabellini. So excited to have you here, Gina. So excited to be here. I was just thinking, when did I first meet you? I think it's been almost 20 years. I swear. We have to lie about our age though. So (laughs) 20 years. Yes. I mean, you and I go way, way back and you know, you're the kind of person like I could not talk to you for, you know, five years. And then literally two seconds later, I'm talking to you and I just have goosebumps. Like that's a soul sister, you know, I just, and you're just so amazing. You've just, you, you just have helped so many people and I'm just really, really grateful for everything that you're standing for. So I'm excited about what you're going to share with us. And I want to cue this up a bit for folks. So now everybody, Gina's going to be sharing with us about the five barriers to creating a massively abundant soul aligned business and how to smack them down and five rules you must break to really unleash your genius and attract a constant flow of clients. And she says, you don't have to do a damn thing you hate. I love it. (laughs) So before we dive into that, Gina, I ask all my guests a couple of questions. So is that okay? Yeah. We're going to dive into that master class that you are going to be conducting for us in just a moment. But um, because my podcast is called The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur, I ask everybody, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you? Well, it doesn't mean that you disconnect from spirit when you're like, we save the spirit for after work. It's like, to be persistent, you got to bring it in all the time. Mm. And I know one of the things I always tell my clients, because I have to remind myself is practice every single day. And anytime you're confused, overwhelmed, um, in your head, trying to get a solution and things feel hard or fears coming up, you just disconnected from spirit. That's the only (laughs) thing that's wrong. So get back into it. (laughs) Exactly. And so tell me about a challenge you had that activated being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur in you, because so often people see folks like you and they're like, oh my gosh, everything is so easy for Gina. And, you know, I can't ever do it. It's so easy. And, you know, we've been in business for a while now and uh, over 20 years. And, you know, I want people to know and kind of pull back the curtain that, you know, it's not all sunshine and lollipops and roses all the time. I mean, that's the idea is that you got to roll with it. You got to go with it. And there is something about, uh, you know, the challenge 
challenges or curriculums that we have that really are kind of universal themes. So tell folks about one challenge that comes to you that you feel like, yeah, hey, that really activated being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur a lot in me. Oh my gosh, they happen all the time. In fact, there was one last week. So, pick, a, uh, pick anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, a couple of weeks ago, well, probably about a month ago, I decided I was going to do a Black Friday sale before the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I was like, at the time when I was thinking I was going to do it, I thought, oh my God, I was in the middle of creating this whole new other new program that was I was inspired to do, which I hadn't been planning on doing. So I felt a little bit overwhelmed. I couldn't even mm-hmm. think of the Black Friday sale. And my marketing guy was like, hey, let's plan this out. I said, oh my God, my head is spinning. I just can't even focus there right now. Right. And then when I finally got into it, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. And it, of course, it became so easy. However, I got attached, which is my norm to the results. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And I kind of needed to be amazing because I knew I had a big fat American Express bill coming, which, you know, most Mm -hmm. of those need to be paid off in full when they come in. And I had just, I mean, I had put an extraordinary amount of expenses, um, circa certain, you know, special circumstances for the month. And I knew my minimum payment, like the bare minimum, it had to be Mm $37,000. I'm like, hmm, how am I going to pull this one off? I'm not quite, I'm not quite ready for that bill. <laughs> and then the Black Friday sale, that was good. It wasn't as good as it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And so the Black Friday sale is over. I got three days until American Express bill is due. And I'm like, mm, okay, there's nothing I know to do in order to make this happen. So I'm just going to stay committed. Anytime I think about that bill coming in my brain, it's just got to be a done deal. I have no clue how it's going to happen. We're just going to lean slowly in the spirit. We are not no. going to push the panic button. We are not going to start thinking about, oh my gosh, where am I going to get the money for the rest of my life? Well, we're just not going to go down that road. We are slamming the door shut on worry, mm. which is definitely counterintuitive when these kind of circumstances come up sure. because it's not just about paying a bill in this particular case a lot of the things that are recurring payments for my business go under the American Express bill. If you don't pay the minimum, they shut it down. Yep. And so I looked in my account right after the Black Friday sale. I said, hmm, 20 grand short. Alrighty then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's spiritually persistent. <laughs> hold the course, hold the faith. Yes. Your power. Don't worry about it. You know, we we have no idea what's going to happen here. Literally the day before everything was due, I went back and looked in the next 20K was in there. I still don't understand where the hell it came from um, Mm -hmm. because it it wasn't. I I have no idea. I'm sure Mm -hmm. if I go back, it will all make sense. But in my mind, it was a little shocking that it was all there. And I, I pretty much screamed with delight out loud in my house. Nobody else was here. And I was just like, I feel like I want to tell the world how cool this is. It's so cool. (laughs) That is really the thing that I want people to really get is that, you know, you really have that possibility. Are you on your speakerphone? Are yeah. you on your speaker? Okay. Because um, it's reverberating a little bit. So I didn't oh, know if you I'll can. I'll turn down my outgoing. Hold on for one second. Yeah. And this is being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur, folks, because <laughs> we are, want to have the best audio for you as possible, but it's all good. Yeah, that was great. I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Getting a little rebarb. So um, what, what I really want people to get from that too is, um, you know, there's a divine curriculum or universal theme, I believe, in any challenge or no matter how big or how small. And, you know, 
what I heard there is about trust. You know, there's been many a times in your, you know, 20 plus years doing this that, you know, you've really had to trust that, you know, the money's going to be there because when you're an entrepreneur, like no one's, no one's giving you a hand, you a salary, you know, so you, you had to have that trust. So to me, it feels like a divine curriculum or universal theme, you know, that you really, uh, that, that other people can really understand, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's 37,000 or if it's, you know, 500, right. It's all, it's all the same. It's the same energy. So what do you wish? you know knew then that you know now kind of thing you'd like to share with folks oh so many things um I think the thing that always comes to mind is wishing I would have invested more up front versus waiting until I had the money and I made more money to invest more in my business Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying for everybody to go out and spend money you don't have and go deep into debt over I'm not saying that but I know back way back when it was, I was on a mission to spend as little as possible, even though I wanted to make as much as possible. And so for me, I what I noticed is, is when I fully leaned in to wanting to upgrade my business, when I made the choices that I, I felt right, I knew I was investing in things that would grow my business, whether it was a, you know, it didn't matter if it was a mentor or a piece of software or a virtual assistant, whatever it was. The more I ended up spending knowing it was for the highest good of my business, focused on what the outcome would be because of it, instead of the money going out and like feeling the fear of more money going out for expenses, Mm -hmm. the more money I made once I fully leaned in, I would always try to do things on the cheap, always, Mm -hmm. always. And I, I've so learned my lesson because I would have to redo things. I wasted so much time. I'm not a techie at all. Oh, man. you know, I just spent so much time trying to figure things out, pissing myself off. And then, of course, when you're pissed off, you know, you don't have access to your inner guidance. And it was just a mess. <laughs> so, well, that is really great. And I love that you're being so transparent and being so honest with people because, you know, I think people think, oh, it's just it's just great. Everything's great all the time. And the thing is, like you said, look. You know, every day, it's every single day, you have to be in there and managing your energy, as I call it, managing your energy, and really just being in partnership with spirit, being in partnership with source. And, you know, and you will always be taken care of. I mean, sometimes it's, a, it's at the last minute, like the day before, when you notice that the, you know, the extra money is there. Sometimes it's some other way, like, you know, you know, they, they tell you, you don't owe it. I mean, I had a situation with a client where, you know, literally she was so worried about paying this bill and she was super in debt in this, uh, this credit card. And, um, and, and we were just really focusing in on like, you know what, you don't have to have all the answers. Okay. We're going to do what feels inspired, but you got to be in this high vibe place. And literally they, uh, the credit card company called her and said that there'd been a fire and there was a box of accounts that someone had taken. They were they were moving them on to some other kind of system or something, but they were, you know, like paper and they went up in smoke <laughs> and hers was one of them. And literally her debt was forgiven. And she said, well, I, I have all the statements. I mean, I have, I, I have the old statements if you don't have them. And the guy's like, no, I can't explain it to you exactly, but we needed those original, that original information. And so I don't know, you know, consider it a gift for God. You don't know anything anymore. <laughs> and I was just 
like, you got to love that. And, you know, and she came back and said, I mean, I can't believe it. And I said, well, no, that's the thing, right? It's like results beyond logic. You know, we're trying to mess around in the logical realm when we got to get into results beyond logic. So I just think that's so, so important that, you know, you shared that and for people to really get that, like it, it doesn't just happen to Gina Gabellini. Okay. It happens. It can happen to everybody and anybody. And, and, and the more, the more you trust, the more like those kinds of things just become natural. They become like, yeah, I just expect somehow it's going to work out. I don't know. You know, and, and if that wouldn't have been in your bank account, something else would have happened. There would have been some other way, like, you know, somebody would have called you or or you would have had some idea, right? Like some download would have happened and you would have had some inspired way that you were going to manage that. So I just want people to really get that no matter what happened in that scenario, it was going to be okay. And and it's easy to question in those moments, like, should I be panicking? Should I be like freaking out right now? (laughs) Right, exactly. So, okay, well, let's dive into your masterclass here. So tell us, Gina, why the smart business advice that people have been following may be doing them more harm than good. Yeah. Okay. So I've got five rules. I'm going to cruise through them fairly quickly because you're going to have to, and I would say write these down because I'm going to guarantee y'all. If you're not making the money you want or things feel hard when you're trying to attract clients, there's one or more of these rules you've got to break okay. to some level. Even if you think you've done it before, you got to re-break it again because there's different levels to this. I'm still breaking these rules myself. It's not like mm-hmm. you do it once and then it's done. It's kind of like what we were talking about, the spiritual practice in your business. It just never stops. It's a constant. Right. So rule number one you got to break is using industry standards to create your business model. And what I mean by that is so many of us look to see what other people are doing Mm -hmm. and we either copy that model because we're like, Oh, well they're successful using it. I should try it. Or it's always, we're comparing our model to somebody else's and usually making ours wrong. And industry standards don't mean anything. If we're really being a spiritual entrepreneur and we're really following our own inner guidance, we're creating new models that have never been seen before. <laughs> they right. might be radically different. They might be old school compared to what some people are doing now. Um, like some people make up, well, you know, I have to be good at, you know, three different kinds of social media because these other people, it doesn't matter. You don't have to even be, I have no social media strategy at all. (laughs) It's it's not even a part of my business model because I just can't be bothered with it. I try to be, and then I never do. So I'm like, clearly I'm not. I'm the same way. It just like sucks you in. And I'm just like, you know, and I, I agree. And my whole thing is there's something energetically just not fully aligned for me on that. So that's okay. You know, like, that's right. That's how, that's how it is for me. And that's fine. And that, that's what I think is really important is just because it worked for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you because vibrationally, if that's not a match for you, it's not going to work for you. It's not. And your business model is probably constantly needs an injection of breaking, breaking the model or, Mm -hmm. um, tweaking the model because at first things are inspired. And then what I notice ends up happening for myself and my clients is that it's, it's inspired at first. And then it just kind of becomes a checklist of things that we do. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, this is just what we're used to. So we'll just keep doing it the same way. Never questioning it. Like, Oh, 
is this the model that's got me fired up right now? Or is this just the model that was, and I'm just used to it. It's just a punch list at this point. Mm-hmm. So I would be constantly asking myself, where have I fallen into a rut just with my entire model? You know, like for me, it was, was oh, I launched three new programs a year. That's just what I do. And I didn't question it. I'm like, what mm-hmm. if I just launched new, new stuff all year long? Cause I have all these ideas in my brain. Or what if I launched these in a totally different way? Mm-hmm. You know, it, just, it becomes a thing you do. So number one, using industry standards, don't want to do it to create your business model. Always question and always question what other people are doing because they're, they're doing a model that might just work for them. And they're a totally different personality style than you. And you got to do what works for you. Rule number two, that you got the break is choosing products, programs, and services for their marketability. Oh my gosh. It drives me crazy when people ask my opinion, Gina, do you think this will sell good? I'm like, I don't freaking know. Are you excited about it? <laughs> if you're not, nobody else will be. <laughs> Are you fired up about it? Um, and you can mon- I say you can monetize anything if you're fired up about it. There is a way to monetize anything. I don't care if it's so niche specific. It only seems Absolutely. like there's five clients on the planet for you. It's <laughs> so true. <laughs> right? I mean, I've seen people, and you and I know this just because of the industry we're in, you know, everyone always preaches, you know, you got to niche down, you got to like really zero in on who, who those clients are. And yes, I would agree to some point, but I know I built my, you know, I built my, my business to more than six figures without niching down. I was just a law of attraction coach, which meant yep. I can help anybody solve anything. <laughs> That's right. Just show up. It's the same, the same issue. <laughs> and people now are like, Oh, but it's not a tangible thing. Helmet, it's not going to be sellable. Oh, bull dookie. We all want intangible things in our life. I mean, mm-hmm. just wanting peace in our life is one of the biggest things that most people want. It's not tangible, but damn, does it feel good? And will we do anything to attain it? Sure. So everything's marketable, but like, don't get in your head about it. Anything, I should say a better way is anything is monetizable. So don't choose it because you think that's the thing that's going to make you the money. Yeah, that's a good one. And then rule number three, yeah. stop letting money rule the show. It kind of goes back to what you asked me about what would I do different if mm-hmm. I could, you know, do it, di- you know, do it differently, which was meaning before I used to make decisions based on money. Can I afford it? Do I think that will, do I think that thing will make me money? Like money was the thing that was making my decisions for me. It was kind of like it was ruling the whole show. And I think for most people, it does. We're like, oh, money's coming in. That means I get to feel good today. Oh, I've plateaued. Well, that means I get to feel bad for the whole month and I get to make myself wrong. And then I get to carry it with me month after month after month. Like we're just handing over all our power to money and money's ruling the show. And when you do that, what does it do? It's like comparing ourselves to somebody else. If that person is bigger in our eyes, then we shrink. And it's the same thing with money. You are not a dog on a leash following money around it's the opposite way money mm-hmm. is on your leash and you're telling it where to go it's like this little puppy right it's exciting it's like cool what do you want to do you want to play you want to play where are you taking me i want to go with you don't leave me at home <laughs> where are we going so it's like instead of money ruling the show it really should be where's the creativity want to flow today what do i feel that I, what am I being called to do today? Because when we do that, then 
money's excited. Money does want to throw itself at you. It wants to follow you because you're not making it the leader. You're the leader. You're telling it what to do. So uh, any questions so far, Ms. Sharon? Oh, no, this is great. I'm writing them all down. I'm got, I'm writing, writing. So you have, so what, what were you on, like four? Was that the fourth one? Well, that was third. We're five. going to rule number four that needs okay. to be broken is constipated marketing. Ah, <laughs> so, I think there's uh, a I, drug for that. <laughs> I think I saw one on TV. Yeah. Side effects, though. Constipated marketing can look exactly like constipated anything which is you're you're forcing things out you're trying really hard you're contracted mm. you are trying to make something happen you're there's no flow um you're trying to like get people to see the value you're trying to like be heard you're trying to get it right instead yeah. of letting marketing flow marketing is really just a, another form of love really is what it is with your five-star clients. I think most people, they just get so freaking weird when they market. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're the most spiritual people. And then there's an instant disconnect when they say, oh, I need to market. I need to talk about my offer. I need to, you know, do a Facebook live. They just get so weird. Yeah. And it's like that. It's like a, it's like, yeah, weird does not sell. That's a good one. <laughs> Unless you it's coming from flow and you're, you know. And, and that's the thing. That's your stick, you know, your weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> and flow is really about saying, what do I feel called to say to my clients and acting like your future clients are already your clients and talking to them as people instead of people, you know, things that you're marketing to. People, I just, I don't understand what happens. I think marketing, um, is creates a lot of judgment on themselves for people. And it just, it instantly flicks the switch of, I have to try hard. I have to get it right. Otherwise yeah. people won't listen. People won't buy. There's something about that whole word marketing, like that vibration, you know, cause it's like, you think about everybody everywhere who's ever marketed and, you know, so that vibrations out there, I just think like, just call it something else. You know, if you want to call it attraction strategies or whatever, I mean, but so often people get hung up on that. And I know with clients too, I'll say, well, let's call it something else. Cause honestly, marketing is like homework, you know? So like call it something else, unless you feel really excited about, Oh, marketing, I can't, Oh, ooh, ooh, that feels good. Then call it something else. I think sometimes you get really stuck in work words like niche you know my niche or niche or whatever it is you know and and I say well whoever told you that had to be that way like you listen to what one or two people well that was that was for them that was it but that doesn't mean that's your truth you know and and there's just something about words you know the vibration of words and they're like sales marketing you know my niche you know uh technology you know I know for me you know because I'm not a technical person so I'm always like ah I have to do this by myself. You know, even when I was doing, started my podcast, I'm like, no, I have to have my operations person on. They have to do the recording. She's like, Sharon, seriously, you can do this. Okay. You're going to hit two buttons. I'm like, no, no. What if I screw up? (laughs) It's like, you're not going to screw up and it'll be fine. (laughs) We're going to, we're going to prepave that you're not going to screw up. You know, we're we're not going to hold the intention. I'm like, oh, thanks for coaching me. That was really good. Yeah, I, I look at like if I'm going to send an email to my list, it's really just a love letter. It just mm-hmm. I, mean, I assume people want to hear from me. I assume I'm just sharing value. I just assume they're going to like it. In fact, I remember going back to the Black Friday sale. 
I had, I decided I was going to try, instead of sending one email out a day, I was going to do two just because I knew the, the marketplace was going to be flooded with everybody else in their oh, Black yeah. Friday sales. Sure. And um, I knew I needed to be heard above all the noise. And I thought, well, I'll just send the second email of each day to anybody who didn't unopen from the morning. But then as I was writing my emails, I'm like, oh, these are good. Everybody needs to see them. Everybody's getting them. <laughs> Everybody's getting them. <laughs> wow, that's and good. it wasn't even because I thought I would make more sales. It was more like, oh, my gosh, this email is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that energy was totally vibrating. <laughs> People were feeling that, right? So Exactly. I was feeling it, so I just rolled with it. So yeah, you want to just see marketing as another form of sharing the love. It really is just love letters. It's, it is to all your future five-star clients. So treat them as their clients now, and then there won't be any weirdness. It's like, they already love you. Assume it. Exactly. Assume the position. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All that's right. good. Um, now, did you give us all five, or you need one more? Last one. Rule okay. number five, that you must break in order to attract more clients and increase the level of money coming in at all times is to just going, leading your business to just get above minimum. And what I mean by that is most people are looking short term and they're looking to just get what they need for that next thing. Like, oh my gosh, if I'm you know launching a new program, if I could just get five people or 10 people, then I'll be happy. Instead of going, well, how can I 10 times the result I'm looking at? Or what does it look like if, if I knew 100 people were going to sign up? How would I play from beginning to, to finish? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? And you're doing it for the thrill of it versus getting whatever number of people you want. It's like, let's go way above minimum, way above minimum. It's like, we wouldn't do that with our clients. We wouldn't say, oh, if I have a coaching call, let me just give the client the minimum of what's possible on this call in terms of results. We're, we always want more for that. So why wouldn't we do that in every area of our business? It's like, expect to hit a home run, play to hit a home run, have fun practicing. Awesome. Those are fantastic. Now, you say we can crank up our client attraction magnetism without strategies that stress us out. So tell us a more about that. How can we do that? Yeah, that's really about, again, going back to, let's say, let's look at what are the things I'm fired up to share because in the result of me sharing this offer, more of me gets to be unleashed. I get to have more fun. I get to have more creativity flow through me. Through me. It's not... When you do that, you will be led to the perfect marketing strategies instead of you know thinking really hard in your head, searching for the right marketing strategy. When you play this way, you can get a lot wrong within any kind of strategy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your attraction plan is for calling a new client. It's really always the mindset that's being generated behind it. And when you break all five of those rules, you're you're in a different state. You're coming from a different place. I mean, you you're really becoming this person that knows they're a badass, that like feels the strength in what you're doing. Trust you're trusting yourself. And when you trust yourself, you don't have to trust the marketing. Marketing is going to work no matter what you do. 
That is really, that is absolutely true. And I, I know you have a simple strategy to create best-selling services, products, and programs. So every time, and you say every time, so give folks that info because we've got folks that are oftentimes saying, you know, oh my gosh, you know, it's so complicated and, and you know, and all this stuff, and then they get it all in their head, but there is some very simple things that people can do. So talk about your strategy. Uh, say it again. I'm sorry. I was listening. To oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you, you have you have a simple strategy. Remember your simple strategy we yeah. talked about <laughs> to create best-selling services, products, and programs. It's simple. And tell people how, how what's the simple strategy. The simplest strategy I know is it really comes goes back to what I was just saying about being all in. I think what ends up happening is we have the idea, and ideas come in the form of the offer. Ideas come in the form of, ooh, this sounds like a fun way to get my message out. And it always sounds fun in the beginning. <laughs> and then yeah. somewhere along the line, we kind of step out and we're, we get, we're afraid. We're, we start getting in our head about, well, if I do it this way, is it going to work? Or we start getting into the details, second guessing each little thing as we go. Like the whole world hinges on the success of this thing of me getting this one little part within this very large strategy right. Right. When it doesn't, mm-hmm. like a like a, a like a tagline of some mm-hmm. people always get hung up on like taglines and naming things. Like yes, in a perfect world we would come up with a cool name and a cool tagline, but really it's irrelevant in the big scheme of things. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're just focused on the energy and what we're doing, we can get a lot wrong. So if you just trust yourself and lean all the way in from the beginning, you're going to make the right and perfect choices along the whole way. But usually what people do is they're excited at first. They're like, yes, I'm all in. And then a week later, they're not. Mm-hmm. They've started so, to so, yeah. yeah. So what I hear you saying is, you know, it's that focus and, and keep keeping focused on the energy of it. And, you know, how can you do this in a way that feels fun and, and good for you? Like, um, you know, like somebody might say, oh, you've got to do a Facebook Live. Oh, you have to do a Facebook Live in, you know, this campaign or this whatever. And let's say you hate Facebook Lives. You know, you're like, I don't want to do Facebook Lives. Well, please don't do a Facebook Live. Because if you're doing something that is against how you're, if it's you're not feeling good about it, then it is no matter what, and I don't care what formula somebody said, you could follow their seven-figure formula exactly exactly right. It's just not going to happen for you. And that's what people don't get. They think it's, it's, there's this thing, there's this holy grail, there's this, and if I only do it, you know, if I get it right, but that's where the, that's where the stuff happens. I think internally, I call it kind of like, you know, you, our internal torturer is like, oh yes, you don't have it right. You don't have a little Rubik's cube right here. That's why nothing's working for you. Or that's why you didn't get as much as you thought. And then we just keep going back over and over that and giving, you know, giving credence to that. And, you know, what you, what I hear you saying in all of this too, and it's just your, it, it really is your, you know, your, um, your thing is, uh, and what you really believe and you exude is just, you know, you've got to have the energy in it. You got to be all in and you've got to be, you know, look, I am just doing this for the joy of it because the more joy you have, the more that there are all kinds of things are going to happen out of that. And I also think a lot of times people take score too soon. I know I did a launch um, a couple of years ago and I was like, ah, so disappointed with that launch. Ah, 
I ended up having like 10 private clients that came out of that way more, you know, I, I mean, all kinds of stuff came out of that. And if you looked at it right at the, at the face value, so oh, I don't know, that, that was an unsuccessful launch, Aaron. <laughs> but really when you, when you played it out and you look at it now and you look backwards at it, it's like, wow, look at all the stuff that came out of that. You know, so I think oftentimes people take score way too soon. What do you, what, what do you think about that? For sure they do. And they're forgetting that, you know, like people, I, I teach a class on launching and mm-hmm. everybody's so scared of failing at a launch. It's like, it's like almost as big as the fear of public speaking, right? Like, uh-huh. right. what if I do this and nobody buys? Well, what if, what if? So who cares? From the, if you feel inspired to launch something, just of the act of you going through the motions is going to up level your not only your energy but a lot of systems in your business a lot of things that needed to get done anyway Mm -hmm. so you're even if you got zero clients from it then like you said it's leading to something good some crazy amount of goodness is going to come as a result if you don't question the whole like oh my god it didn't work and you make yourself wrong you'll see like it was like you saying you could tell on the other side of it like oh I get it. Like it's all, it's all not only just good, like, wow, am I glad that didn't work out that way. And it worked out this way because it was so much better and it led to ripple effect things, right? Like that person led to this other person that led to this other thing. And, you know, that just seemed to fall in my lap. And I thought, wow, if, if I would have, if, if it would have produced what I originally was putting out of my attention to produce, there's no way that that pales compared to what it ultimately did produce. And I'm always telling people to look, no matter what energy you put out there, it has to come back to you. That is a spiritual law. So if you're putting all this energy out, you're excited, you know, you're putting it out there and it doesn't seem like it came back. You're, you just took score too soon. You do not know how that's coming back to you and in what way. It might not come back to you in that exact channel way, but it may come back in five other channel ways, maybe not even associated with your business in ways that, you know, oh, all of a sudden, you know, you have a long lost, uh, you know, uh, uncle that died and left you all kinds of money. You know, I mean, it's just the energy will find its way back to you because it has to come back to you. You can't not. Right. So so that's part of the trust is is doing that. Now, you talk about um, you have some shortcuts to quickly grow a business that fills our heart and our bank account. So tell people a little bit about about some of that. Yeah. So one of the shortcuts, there's many. (laughs) But I'm, I'm sure. I think one of the quickest things is as soon as you realize that nothing's ever a waste and you can't get it wrong. Mm. then you will go again it goes back to leaning all the way in you can't I mean we really can't move anywhere if you have one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake so that's why Mm. you just can't second guess if you're feeling inspired to do whatever you're inspired to do you're you know and a lot of things we're inspired to do are not easy you know like I remember I was inspired to learn how to launch it took a freaking lot of time to really get the ins and outs however I was geeking out on it when I was learning like I was so excited and when you do that and you trust the process and you are able to lean all the way in, it will make you do these wild and crazy things you couldn't even have fathomed before where you're, you're feeling bold all of a sudden where mm-hmm. I remember I was hounding Jack Canfield 
to support my launch. I was like, oh my gosh, just a week ago, I was scared to ask anybody to promote my launch. (laughs) But I was like, I was just so like, I want to learn this. I really am inspired. And when you trust that that inspiration is exactly where you need to be right now, because it's going to give you some gifts down the road, you will do some really (laughs) wild and crazy things that pay off immediately. Uh, For instance, uh, I'm going to keep going back to the Black Friday sale because Sure. Anytime I anytime I do something new, there's all these cool Yeah, rewards. absolutely. Tell us about that. So I was so inspired to do this Black Friday sale, and I have never went to so much trouble to do a Black Friday sale because it all sounded so easy in my brain. <laughs> the idea. <laughs> what said, were you getting? Why did you tell people what it was all like? What was your idea? What was your wild hair idea? Had you on fire? Well, we were going to put like ninety percent off on everything, which was sounded even more hard. And then I just was talking to my tech team. I said, you know what? We're going to keep it easy. We're actually going to do five different bundles and each bundle is going to have three things in it. We're going to do 90% off. And the people who buy like in this first day, like on Thanksgiving, we are going to reward them with a brand new something. Or Mm -hmm. first it was just going to be a bonus. And then I thought, I'm going to show them how to do a sale is what I'm going to show them how to do. I'm going to create a whole new program. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so insane. I'm going to not only create all these five new bundles, now I'm going to create a new bonus. Yeah. <laughs> like it sounds fun. And all of a sudden, the just the bonus. For some reason, that tickled me so much. And I just couldn't wait for people to see it. <laughs> and at first I thought it was a little crazy. I'm like, wow, I'm giving away so much. Like I really did have to talk myself out of a little bit of lack. I'm like, Wow. They're getting all this stuff for 90% off and I'm giving them brand new something. Like, is this stupid? I'm like, no, no, no. I was inspired to do it. It must be a good thing. And then what I realized is, wow, well, if I want to be giving these people this brand new bonus, I just decided this right afterwards. I thought, I'm just going to like actually sell this thing too. I'm going to be teaching it to these new people who got it as a bonus. I might as well sell it. (laughs) I'm like, wow. So a whole new product is coming out of this, a whole new income stream that I hadn't even planned on. And of course my sale went well. It was a five figure sale, but it was the juice from that, just that one little particle of an idea that fueled the whole thing. It's like, oh, a bonus program. How fun. A new something. Absolutely. I mean, and that that is, you know, that's just, I love when you share the practical stuff of that, because you're right there in the middle of it. And people can hear, you know, you, you can hear the back and forth of, you know, you're not trusting, right? Because it's not like you said, like, we're not going to always be, it's not like you get to a place and you're like a chocolate chip cookie that's done, you know, I mean, you're always in process, you're, you were works in progress. And we always, and we always have to, I mean, really to walk our talk. I mean, we have to constantly be able to share with people, hey, yeah, you know, look, I, this is this was my process as well. So I think that's really important. Now, tell us another shortcut. You were talking about some more shortcuts for people to grow their business uh, and their bank accounts. Yeah. So the other shortcut is to not worry about strategy at all. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm just minding my business, which is minding my energy. Mm-hmm. There's only a few things that you need to do each day, and they're all from the mindset side of things because they will. Here's the thing. Mindset controls the strategies you choose. So if you're always monitoring mindset, you cannot screw up the strategy like it's just not even possible. So for me, there's a few things I do every day. One is 
I literally journal on one question. And one of the questions I always ask myself is, what, what is in my highest good for today? Meaning, what's the action step? Where should I focus? Um, and if I'm worried about something, I'll ask specifically, what is the way for me to focus on this piece today? Like I did that a lot when I was working on creating the money for that American Express bill. <laughs> right. It was like, okay, great. What is the focus I need to have with money today? Like what is in my highest good for money? And quite often, you know, the thing I got back had nothing to do with anything practical. And it was just like, hold the course. That's all you need to do. Don't second guess this. In fact, don't even spend any more time asking this question. <laughs> okay, fine. I will listen. Right. Um, the second thing is, is to be on the constant lookout every single day about the evidence that's showing up that is proving that you are on the right track. I think we're so busy taking um, the all the bad things. And that, like, that's we're we're making that mean something. We're making that reality of the things that aren't working our truth. Versus, well, wait a minute, there's a whole bunch of things being thrown to me at evidence every single day, and even me just feeling excited about an idea is evidence that I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. So we need to be collectors of evidence that are showing us that we're absolutely, of course, we're going to get what I want in our business. Of course, look at this new person just gave me this new idea. Oh, look, someone just bought my, you know, my $20 CD, where most of the time we're so focused on, oh, it was only a $20 sale. That's not going to get me pay off my American Express. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I, I think the other thing is asking, we're not utilizing one of the number one things that can help us is resources outside of ourselves. And a lot of people make the excuse that, um, they don't have money to tap into resources or they don't know where to look. Um, excuse me, everybody. We do have Google. <laughs> and Google <laughs> is a huge resource. Right. It's like Google that stuff, man. If you're looking at something for technology that's hanging you up, Google it. Ask a friend. People are so generous. I know I'm very generous with my time. I get on the phone all the time with people who are my peers and help them with, you know, launch strategy or I'll, I'll just volunteer stuff. Like if you're open to getting help, there's infinite resources to help you that actually don't even cost anything. And if they do cost something and you know, it's the thing that will help you, then by God, please invest in it. Right. Exactly. But utilize your resources. And sometimes one of my greatest resources is what we just talked about. My journal, like just a piece of paper, a computer page to like ask a question and just let spirit guide you to your answer. That is one of the greatest resources and people forget about it. Like you have the power to get an answer instantaneously. Use it. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, you know, we could just go on. I could keep you here for three hours. I know I could because you just have so much information, but I, I ask all my guests to bring a gift for folks. So can you tell us more about your yummy gift you brought for folks and we'll give them that link and uh, it'll also be on the episode page. Awesome. So um, it, it is one of the, it's, it's basically a template to one of the shortcuts that I described to you. It takes five minutes a day. It's a place for you to increase your vibration on a daily basis. And I'll tell you what, it's, it sounds, I, I can spew very specific strategies all day long. Mm-hmm. But what I know is when my clients aren't getting results, I will always ask them, are you tending to your mindset? What are your daily practices? And usually that's the first thing to go out the window when people are in a money crunch. It's like all of a sudden they get in their head 
and they forget to do these things. So this is a template for you to actually get in the practice of doing the mindset stuff first. So then whatever else you do that day to go implement, whether you're marketing or creating something new to offer, it's going to come from a whole different place that's leading to the end result that you want. So it's called More Clients Now Template. I suggest you not only download it, but I suggest that you use it and give it a chance by doing it several times a week, if not every day. Several times is better than nothing, but give it a chance to work. You can't just go like once or twice and go, we could do it. We were talking about earlier, which is taking score two. Well, that ain't working. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. No, we're, we're changing. We're increasing your whole frequency around the way you do things. It takes a little practice. And then you never stop practicing because the spiritual side of things never ends. Absolutely. And um, I think this is the right link. Masterpiececoaching.com slash more clients now bonus. Is that right? That is correct. Okay, so let me say that again slower. Masterpiece Coaching, that's peace as in peace man, P-E-A-C-E, masterpiececoaching.com slash more clients now bonus. And that's also on the episode page. But one more time, masterpiececoaching.com forward slash more clients now bonus. And, you know, we have really put a lot of powerful energy out here. And I always like to take a moment, Gina, and kind of collect up the energy and just send it out. So I'm going to ask everybody listening to this, doesn't matter when you're listening to it, just to take a moment with us now and just collect up that energy, have the intention to collect up all that powerful energy that we created and just send it out to everyone everywhere. See everyone having what you want, everyone having more money, everyone having more peace, everyone having great businesses, everyone doing what they love, you know, put it out there and whatever we put out has to come back to us. So let's just feel that coming back and washing over us and filling us up and giving us that great inspiration and helping us know that we are not alone in all of this. We we have that support and having support with, with people like Gina being our teacher here today. And I just so appreciate it. Gina, is there anything you want to say in closing to folks? Yeah, don't get hung up on any rules because they're all new. They're all, there's no rules except for the ones that you make up. So, and then constantly even break your own that are working for you. <laughs> Have fun breaking the rules, not in a rebellious way, but in a way to give you freedom. Well, that's where, that's why you're a chief rabble rouser. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that that's the best. I, I, before you close, I have to ask you how that came to you. That I'm sure that was in your journaling one day. You are a rabble rouser, but how did that come? Or did somebody say, you know what you are, Gina? You're a rabble rouser. Sounds like your grandpa or something. Yeah, somebody <laughs> knows. Somebody gave me that title. I'm like, oh, I kind of am. I do stir things up, don't I? <laughs> That's really, that's really, really good. So Gina, thank you so much. We so appreciate you. And I just am so grateful for you and your light. And just thank you for being here and all that you provide, all that your light on this earth. We just so appreciate you. Thank you. It was a blast. It's always a blast with you, girl. Have a good one. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, one of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com masterclass.